Good morning, everybody. You're tuning in to the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Friday, July 28th. I'm your host, Sharanki Kalantharasa, reporting for Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. And here are our top stories from today. Canadians might need a permit to enter Europe soon. A girl who went missing for years walked into a police station in Montana. Pat Carney, a Canadian politician and journalist, is dead at 88. Canada Goose launched a new trade-in program and here's what you have to know. And then we will hear Krishna Priya with their segment, Hidden Histories. So let's get into it. For our first headline, Canadians will need a permit to enter Europe soon. According to CTV News, Canadians that would like to visit certain countries in Europe will need to get a permit starting next year in 2024. 30 countries in Europe require the permit to enter as a Canadian, and some of these countries include France, Greece, and Spain. The permit will cost Canadians approximately 1025 Canadian dollars and will be available for three years after activation. According to CTV News, This permit rule is not only instilled for Canada by Europe, but for many other countries as well, including the United States, Mexico, the United Kingdom, Australia, and Japan. However, there are some who do not need this permit. Children under 18 years of age and seniors above 70 years of age do not need to make the payment and acquire a permit. In addition, Family members of European Union citizens also do not need to acquire the permit. The application for the permit can be made through the official ETIAS website. And for our next headline, a teenage girl from Arizona who had been missing for nearly four years walked into a police station. 18-year-old Alicia Navarro walked into a Montana police station safe this week, about 64 kilometers away from the Canadian border, and allegedly claimed that she was a missing teenager. In 2019, there was a mass search in the area of Arizona following her going missing just days before her 15th birthday. Her mother had stated that She believed Alicia was lured by someone she met online. At the time, her mother further stated that her daughter had high-functioning autism. Police are trying to investigate the situation to try and figure out what what has happened within the past four years from 2019 to 2023. According to City News, Video footage was captured moments after she entered the police station, saying, No one hurt me. When the teenager disappeared from her home four years ago, she left a note saying, quote, I ran away. I will be back. I swear. I'm sorry. 
According to police officer Scott Waite, investigations are being made to further figure out who's behind this. The police officer also went on to describe the reunion between Alicia and her mother as, quote, emotionally overwhelming. Even though the teenager is successfully reunited with her family, investigations are still in progress. Moving on, Pat Carney, a Canadian politician and journalist, is dead at 88. The 88-year-old woman, who was an inspiration to Canadian females, had succumbed on July 25th, and this was confirmed by her niece, Jill Carney, according to a report from CBC News. She had been appointed from the province of British Columbia to the Senate. In fact, Pat Carney also made history to becoming the first female politician appointed from BC to the Senate. She was also the first female business columnist who wrote for newspapers in British Columbia starting in the 60s. As a senator, Pat Carney spoke for many issues, including women in politics. After her, Canada saw an increasing amount of females in the political industry. Born on May 26, 1935 in Shanghai, Carney moved to BC where she studied political science and economics. In fact, when the Canada-United States Free Trade Agreement was signed in 1987, she was appointed the Minister of Trade. The multi-talented politician also wrote two books, Trade Secrets, which was a memoir published in the year of 2000, and On Island, Life Among the Coast Dwellers in 2017. Though she passed away, her legacy will continue to live on and she will continue to be an inspiration for many Canadian female politicians and journalists. Finally, Canada Goose launched a new trade-in program and here's what you have to know. The Canadian luxury apparel company had announced its new launch of a new trade-in program. The customers who take part in the trade-in program can expect up to 60% of the retail price. However, hats, gloves, mittens, scarves, and face masks are currently not going to be applicable for this program. The company will examine the trade-in apparel and offer Canada Goose gift cards to trade-in customers. Then the store will make the required repairs and adjustments and will later sell the repaired trade-in items for a discounted price. Well, that was it from me today and now I'll leave you with Krishnapriya with their segment, Hidden Histories. Good morning, I'm Krishnapriya and welcome to this week's Hidden Histories segment where I talk about the little-known histories behind our everyday world. Seeing as this is our first installment, why don't we talk about greetings for a sec? Let me paint you a picture. You're going about your day, reselling bulk boxes of Cheerios or whatever it is you do every day, when your phone rings. You're confused, not expecting a call, but you pick it up anyway, opting for the classic greeting, hello? But why? So, as it turns out, hello is actually a recent development, with NPR.org citing the first known usage being in the very present, very relevant year of 1827. 
Okay, so maybe recent is a bit relative, but the point stands. However, it was more typically used to express surprise. You know, the way you'd say, hey, at your sibling trying to steal your cake, although not always with the same intent to smack them. In fact, the whole hello as a greeting thing only started with the invention of the telephone. Here's a quick refresher. In 1876, Alexander Graham Bell patented the telephone, so obviously he got to decide what the standard greeting is, and he went for ahoy. This is because ahoy already had a history as a greeting, specifically among those with nautical professions like captains, but also because Bell himself was an avid boater whose passion led to him being involved in many water-related pursuits, like the building of hydrodomes and watercrafts, as explained in the Canadian Encyclopedia. However, around that time was also when Thomas Edison came up with his own spin on the telephone, insisting those who used his phone to say hello as a greeting, a concept that was gaining popularity around the time. Seeing as how one of these is way more common than the other, how do we get saddled with hello instead of the better timeline where everyone answers their phone like a pirate? According to NPR.org, it's because of the first phone book, which had a how-to section for using the new invention, telling users to start conversations with a, quote, firm and cheery hello. Whatever the reason, though, hello caught on way faster and became the standard greeting, much to the dismay of good old Bell, who continued to start every single phone call with ahoy until the day he died, and that's why we're not pirates. So I leave you with one last question. Which greeting do you prefer? That's all for this week's Hidden Histories. I'm Krishna Priya, reporting for Met Radio, 1280 AM Toronto, and thanks for listening. With this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back next Friday with some more exciting news at Morning Mixtape, but until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It's Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Sharanki. Thank you for listening.